Beating Local Insight podcast. I'm Mark Fratrick, Senior Vice President, Chief Economy of BIA Advisory Service, Services. With me is Nicole Ovedia, Vice President and Forecasting at BIA. We're excited to have this podcast to provide immediate and deeper look in our current insights and assessments of local media. In each episode, a member of our analyst team, Nicole and I here, will provide insight into local traditional digital ad platforms. We'll talk about BIA ad forecast updates, offering deep dives into business verticals, and consider technical and business model trends all in the local media space. Specifically, today we're going to talk about BIA's most recent adjustments to our advertising forecast. I'm going to now turn it over to Nicole, who's going to talk a little bit about the economic underpinnings of our forecast. Thanks, Mark. I'm super excited to be here and a little bit honored. This might be one of your final forecasts that you're uh, going to be doing the podcast for. So first of all, everybody who's even listening to this podcast, thanks you for everything that you've done. Um, and it's been a pleasure and honor working with you. Um, but as you alluded to, we are here to talk about the changes to the forecast that we recently uh, released uh, with respect to our December forecast. A couple of things went into that on a macroeconomic scale um, before we get into the specifics of what actually changed in the forecast. So, I mean, none of this is going to be a major surprise if you've been paying attention to the world, but um, some of the major economic things that we talked about when we were adjusting our forecast, first and foremost, personal income is up and has been up and it's continuing to grow. Uh, people are seeing that in their paychecks. So it's up 0.4% from April to May um, and has been trending upward. The other thing that's very important to note is that personal consumption expenditures are growing at a faster rate. So this is where what their people are spending it seems to be growing faster than the amount that their personal income is, is growing, which is obviously a problem. And we will talk about that more a little later in this uh, podcast. Another thing that's really interesting is that the unemployment rate remains very low, 3.6% in May. Um, so wages are continuing to increase, but unemployment is staying low. On the flip side of that, the Fed has continued to raise interest rates. Uh, everybody's been keeping an eye on that. And so that has implications with the housing market and other sectors, which we will talk about as well. So how are consumers reacting to all of these mixed inputs? Well, one of the things that we're seeing is that people are still spending money. They are dipping into their 2020, 2021 savings, but they are still spending significant amounts of money. Um, their savings rate is what's slowing down. So they're, they're spending more on the same products they had before. That's the personal expenditure. Um, and in order to do that, they're going to have to dip into their savings and also save at a lower rate than they were in the past. This is all leading to consumer sentiment, which is slipping. Um, it was as high as 65.2 in April, and it's down to 59.1 in May. And so this is, uh, we've seen a downward trend beginning. Um, so these are all signs that consumer demand is still very strong, but the economy may be showing that it's beginning to slow. Um, so all of these inputs together led us to need to make some adjustments to our forecast. So. Uh, Mark, can you talk a little bit more about uh, just an overview of the changes that we made? Yes, uh, thank you, Nicole. Uh, based on those economic um, 
aspects that Nicole just mentioned, as well as some industries trends in certain verticals. We um, in, we adjusted our forecasts of all local advertising down to $167.5 billion. Now, that's um, nearly $6 billion less than what we thought in December of last year. But as Nicole points out, there are many things going on, and there are other industry-specific ones. Even though it's down from our um, forecast from December, it's still up 9.4% compared to the 2021 level. Now, part of that increase um, up from 2021 is political. We actually are increasing our political uh, to $8.6 billion this year. But as a result of some things that are going on in um, the uh, digital area, where actually traditional media will still get more than half, 52.5% of all the total local advertising dollars going to traditional media um, outlets, while digital get the 47.5%. Nicole, why don't you talk a little bit about the mobile and digital adjustments? Absolutely. So, and what you just stated, it's really interesting that at first we were, we thought digital was going to surpass traditional in 2022, but that's not the case. And we also thought that mobile was going to surpass direct mail as the top media in 2022, but also we backed off of that. Why? Well, on the digital side, there are some new constraints that are uh, causing those markets to grow. They're growing for sure, but not as quickly as we first anticipated. First of all, the opt-in user privacy measures on Apple and Android devices are very restrictive um, or can be, and, and they're going to slow the growth of digital and mobile, especially that we were expecting. Also, the death of cookies is going to make targeting more difficult for advertisers, which again, um, I want to stress that digital is continuing to grow at exceptional rates, just not quite as exceptional as we were expecting. Um, so one of, the, one of the bright spots here is OTT. It is forecasted to grow 57% to $2 billion, and that's double what it was in 2019. Um, and we're also looking, it's likely to double again to nearly $4 billion by 2026. So OTT is one of those places that advertisers might be shifting some of their digital spending because A, it's growing as people are spending uh, are spending more time on streaming, on consuming streamed content, um, but it's also targetable and it's uh, still relatively small, but continuing to grow substantially. On the flip side, cable is hurting a lot with all the cord cutting, as we just talked about on the OTT. Um, that's another place that we're seeing advertisers shifting dollars away from cable into places where consumers actually are. Um, but Mark, you also alluded to political being significant in 2022 um, and even stronger than we first expected. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, we expect the total amount to be $8.6 billion, that's up around $200 million from what we thought in November. A um, little less than half, 44% will go to TV stations over the ad advertising platform, still the predominant advertising platform political candidates use. It also is the top category for TV digital, important in OTT as well. 
and it's the number three category for radio over the air. So we see that political advertising continues to be really strong this year, obviously in markets where there's competitive gubernatorial, competitive senatorial races, there will be um, a lot spent. There's a lot of issue advertising, especially in California. Um, so this will be a banner year for political advertising uh, for the entire local advertising marketplace and a lot going to TV and radio stations over the air platforms. But what about digital again, Nicole? You want to talk a little more about that? Absolutely. So I do think that's another place that we need to dig even deeper and go to the next layer and level. Um, so one of the things that we are noticing that we wanted to bring to everyone's attention is it's a very long tail, this digital um, space. So Google and Facebook, and Facebook includes Instagram, of course, the two of them together equal more than 50% of the entire local U.S. digital ad spend. More than 50%, just those two companies. I don't think anybody's surprised to hear that. Um, what is very interesting is that how long that tail actually is. There is plenty of room for hundreds and even thousands of smaller niche players to thrive in this long tail. Um, for context, Google plus Facebook equals more than 50%. News Digital is 5.4%. And OTT, which we've been talking about, how great it is and how much it's growing, it's still only 2.5%. So there is a lot of money in this space and it's shifting, um, but right now uh, it, it continues that Google and Facebook are the dominant players. Um, another really interesting sector to keep an eye on is social media. Uh, so we're showing an 8.5% CAGR uh, with 2026 expected to be 50% higher than 2021. So more than double the pre-pandemic levels. Um, so we're talking about $15.3 billion in 2022 to be spent on social media um, at local ad spend, uh, which is rather significant. Um, another really interesting space that we were been looking at and making adjustments to is radio. Uh, Mark, do you want to talk a little bit more? Yeah, about I want to follow up with that digital discussion because radio stations are becoming very active and playing in that digital game. And we believe that the digital revenues will drive growth for local radio stations in the future years. In fact, we don't think that over the air we'll get back to 2019 levels, even by 2026. But by but the total radio with the digital that I just talked about, plus the over the air, we'll get back to 2019 level by 2024. So local radio sees see what the opportunities are out there, and they're adapting to um, to try and get some of that digital dollars. But in in particular, Nicole, which verticals are uh, most important for 2022? That's a great question, Mark. We've been talking a lot about media, but we haven't gotten into the actual verticals. So I'd love to talk a little bit more about the growing verticals that we're seeing um, for 2022 and beyond. So first of all, you already mentioned political, of course, that's showing huge growth in 2022 compared to 2021, the even to odd, but also as you talked about how um, robust the political spending it has been so far this year and will continue to be for the rest of 2022. We're also seeing that leisure is growing significantly. People are getting back out there, they're traveling. And so leisure is everything from hotels, of course, and um, airplanes. I mean, everybody's 
been watching the price of flights and everything like that. Um, and also, Leisure also conti- uh, contains concerts, outdoor events, and just all of the things, all the pent-up demand that uh, during the pandemic has really come to fruition, and we're seeing the advertising dollars follow. Um, in terms of online gambling, that's another sector that is growing and continuing to grow. Um, I also know that's a sector that's near and dear to Mark's heart. Yeah, let, um, let me let me add in here because I do some please. of my own personal research on online gambling. It is growing, especially in market that just became uh, legalized. Uh, New York markets, for instance, have just uh, signed in at the beginning of 2022. And some of more of established markets, i.e. the ones that have been legal since one or two years, we see a slowing in the growth, but that's, but they continue to spend a lot of money. And given that this was not a vertical in 2020, this is a really great new vertical to make up from some of the auto advertising. I will also point out, moving forward, um, there's a referendum in the California election this November to allow online gambling. And if that passes, we expect that somewhere in at the end of 2023 or really 2024, there will be a spurt of online gambling advertising in, in, um, in the California markets. I mean, opening up California would be huge. I mean, we saw similar, you know, the it was it was game changing when New York opened up and um, similar market sizes and, and spending through those states and everything like that. So um, I look forward to that. And I do hope that passes for the sake of the advertising industry. Um, so uh, on the flip side, talking about verticals, let's talk about some of the weakening verticals or specifically the one that we want to cause your bring to your attention is auto. Um, so it's not that auto is going down. We are still forecasting that local ad spend by auto, and that includes dealers, tier one, tier two, tier three, um, and the used car market and all of the associated products. It's still going to grow from 2021 to 2022, just not recovering quite as quickly as we had first anticipated. This is due to those supply chain issues. Um, and we are not anticipating those issues to start to resolve themselves probably until early 2023. We had hoped, um, the industry had hoped, to be honest, that these supply chain issues would start resolving around May, June now. Um, but obviously, you haven't seen that yet. So now it's looking more like next year. Again, very important to note, still up the auto sector spending compared to 2021, but not as much as we had first thought in December. Okay, so with all that being said, we've talked about a lot of topics and um, and there was a lot that went into the changes to the forecast that we made. Mark, can you give our listeners some key takeaways uh, to help summarize all of the changes that we've made and, and what they need to keep in mind for next year and forward? Sure. I'll be brief because I know that uh, we uh, people have to get back to their work. They, as Nicole pointed out, the economy is still strong. Unemployment is at historic low levels. Wage rates are going up. And consumers are still spending. Obviously, the uh, Fed is going to be raising interest rates, and that might slow the growth down. Will we be in a recession? May or may not. But there is still a lot of advertising going on to to get to the American consumer. One particular strong advertising platform is OTT. We'd see it doubling again by 2026. As I went on um, just now about online gambling, it's a very strong new vertical, and um, and it will continue to grow as more and more states open up the allowance. And I got to end 2022 advertising discussion on political. 
It's going to be a banner year. It's not a, a presidential year, but there were so many uh, close races in many, many states that it's going to be a real strong year for political advertising. Uh, and, you know, today happens to be Election Day uh, here in New York. And so uh, as soon as we're done recording, I am off to cast my vote and I encourage others to do that when it is appropriate. Um, but, Mark, I can't thank you enough for this insightful and engaging discussion. Um, and all of our listeners and our audience, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we encourage you to check out future BIA podcasts where we will continue to bring industry insights and thought leaders straight to you. If you have any ideas on something you'd like us to cover, just let us know. You can send us an email at podcast at BIA.com. And I hope you all have a great day. And again, Mark, thank you so much. And we'll hear from you again soon. Thank you, Nicole.